What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 88-9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Cleveland? Cleveland rocks? No, not as far as I'm concerned. Cleveland sucks. And Eric Fry. The brain, good times, come on, the Bears finally fired Matt Nagy. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. happening out there welcome in to another day to another edition of the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 the game espn radio how's everyone doing on this uh, beautiful wednesday you know what that means it is also uh, it is may 24th uh, 2023 Travis Sparks alongside Eric Fry, and we're here navigating the waters for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. Coming up for you, we got some local sports to hit up on, some softball sectionals and regionals coming at you as we'll see who advances on to some sectional championships, and we got some sectional matchups later on today that we'll take a look at as well. Of course, we'll be uh, heating up on uh, the NBA. No NBA Finals preview today, but uh, that uh, Eastern Conference series continues on, but we'll hit up on that. We'll take a look at the uh, uh, whip around of Major League Baseball. The Cardinals getting the uh, win uh, last night. Uh, what did the Cubs do last night? We won on every we level, won? Travis. I know uh, Morale hit on another MLB, home run. MLB, Triple A, Double A, Single A, Class A. We won all for the day. We swept the day. You paid attention to all those? Uh, it was on Reddit. I uh, saw it on Reddit. Gotcha. I was like, I, I have no clue what my Single A club uh, does. I can, you know, it's a grind to take a look at the follow the major league team uh, here. Morel, by the way, nine home runs and I think 12 games. That's more than Chris Bryant's had in the past two years. Just <laughs> point that out. Oh, uh, what a stat. What a stat that is. That's Thank you. That's funny. Uh, so we'll take a whip around uh, major leagues coming up and uh, we'll hit up on uh, some uh, Big Ten talk today. I wanted to get to this as the uh, Big Ten TV contract. Man, it's a murky mess mm-hmm. uh, there. So uh, we'll take a look at that uh, messy situation uh, there that 
the TV deal that's struck is in flux for this year. So uh, things aren't very decided. And, I mean, you better get that decided. It's coming up in the uh, fall, uh, coming up pretty quick. Uh, so maybe we should get that figured out. So uh, we'll take a look at their TV deal there. And we'll hit up on the uh, Stanley Cup of playoffs from uh, last night. And uh, take a look at uh, tonight's matchup as Vegas. One more game, and yep. we could have a sweep there in that Western Conference uh, final. Mm -hmm. So, uh, man, just sweeps galore in the conference finals yep. this year for the NBA, I guess, and NHL. So uh, we'll hit up on uh, that. And whatever we get to here in the Treasure Show, we get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of fashion. Find that pod wherever you find your favorite podcast. Also, check it out on the website, fmradio.com. Of course, the starting lineup would not be possible without McMahon Meats, Tingley Insurance Agency, Wet Pools and Spas, Worth Computer Repair, and Teutopolis State Bank. We appreciate them for coming along here. And appreciate all of you out there that's uh, coming along as well. All right, uh, so uh, let's get into it and uh, let's uh, get it started and uh, let's hit it up with First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And Jalen Brown said, don't let him get one. And that's exactly what Boston did last night. A Noah sweep for the Heat as in a game of four, the Celtics came out. And I thought the Heat were going to do it there at the very beginning of the game. But Celtics finally turned it around in a big third quarter there. Helped them propel to a 116-99 win over the Heat. So, no sweep for you for Miami as the Celtics take game four and they get one. Yeah, and the Celtics travel are the 19th team in NBA history to trail 3-0 in a best of seven and play game four on the road. They're the fifth one of those 19 to win, and they're first ever to do it by double digits. Hmm. As everyone else has just won by single digits. Last time it happened was 2010 in the conference finals when the Magic's, Magic won. Uh, they beat the Celtics. Hmm. Only beat them by four. And basically it was their shooting, Travis. Uh, Boston's 37-2 and two this season when making 40% or more of their three-pointers. And in game four, what did they do? Well, they made 40% or more of their three-pointers. They were 59% from three in game four, whereas game three they were only 28% from three-point land. So that's obviously a big help in Jason Tatum. Game four, 33 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. His sixth game this postseason with 30 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists. That ties Jokic for the most this point season and second most in any postseason in NBA history. Yeah, he's had some uh, shooting struggles at mm -hmm. times, but uh, not last night. Uh, leading the way, pacing the way for the uh, Celtics with those uh, 33 points. So, uh, you can see that the way that Jason Tatum goes, this uh, Celtics team uh, goes with it. And there was history made from Tatum last night, Travis, as he passed Paul Pierce on the Celtics' all-time list for most made three-pointers in postseason history. Uh, Jalen Brown is fourth on that list, only 18 threes behind Tatum. So uh, mm. when you think of the postseason and you think of three-pointers, obviously you think of Paul Pierce and you think yeah. of Ray Allen. 
and the fact that uh, Tatum has passed both those. Hmm. Yeah, especially uh, Paul Pierce, known as a Boston Celtic yep. uh, there, so that's uh, significant. Uh, there, he t- can't get to 100 points. Uh, Jimmy Butler did uh, lead the Heat in scoring. He had a 29 points. Not very efficient, though. Nine for 21 from the field and only one for four from the beyond the arc. He was 10 for 12 from the free throw line, though. So uh, the Heat shot 28 free throws, made 23 of them. So Yeah, and this was the Heat's worst performance in the playoffs. Uh, it also was their first loss at home. Mm. And the That's... 70-point loss is the largest for the Heat under Eric Spolstra at home with an opportunity to clinch a series. They have been 13-1 and one with Spolstra in home games with an opportunity to clinch a series with the lone loss coming last year in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. But still up road for the Celtics, Travis, as teams that were uh, 3-0 in a series, they are 0-150 all time. Hmm. They've Dude, never that's... won a series down 3-0, so... Politics. It's still a tough road. Yeah, it's still tough, but you know, uh, the it's been done before in baseball and other sports as well. Yeah. Know that it's against them. History is against them yep. in the basketball, but uh, hey, they got one. They one game at a time. Yeah, that's all you can do is take it one game at a time, one day at a time, and try to string wings together. And uh, they'll skip tonight and uh, take the night off, and uh, they'll go back to Boston to see if uh, the Heat can clinch it on the road here or if uh, Boston can get another one here and keep the momentum going. And you can hear that game on 98 on the game. Ah, We will have that game coming up on Thursday night. Very nice. So picking up the Eastern Conference final game five. Uh, Because the Cardinals play so early tomorrow. So that's that's why we're able to get in uh, this game uh, tomorrow night. So here uh, the Heat try and clinch it in Boston tomorrow night. Yeah, and then if they uh, can't get it done uh, there, they'll have another opportunity on Saturday. And let's see if we can uh, prolong this thing as the uh, solve that while watching this game last night, that the finals don't start until June 1st, which is a week from tomorrow. So I guess it's not too long, but if they would have swept it, it would have been a long time in between. So I guess that's good for the Nuggets if they mm-hmm. if the series keeps Nuggets going. Nuggets want them to keep playing. As Just many keep going. games as possible. Keep going. And you <laughs> talked about the Heat, Travis. A large part why they lost was their second half. They got outscored by yeah. 23 points in the second half. They had nine turnovers and shot 35% in that second half. That's when you need to step up. That's when you need to have closing time. Um, but I did love the shot I saw of Jimmy Butler at the uh, end of the game. He's sitting there smiling, looking at his teammates. Not worried. So if Jimmy Butler's not worrying, Heat Nation shouldn't worry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think you should uh, worry just no. yet. They, they did get one. and I mean, maybe even if they win game five. Are you worried after that? Mm. The Boston wins game five. I am a little. Yeah. Just because of the fact of you just keep dragging it on every time. You know, it's it's kind of like the old saying, you know, you, you take someone out when you have the chance. Mm. Otherwise, you're going to let them get back in the fight. Yeah. And every, t- every game that the Heat don't close it out is another opportunity for Boston to kind of get yeah. some momentum. Keep hanging around. Keep hanging around and and keep thinking they're in this, they're in this, they're in this. The best thing that that Miami Heat can do, Travis, in this game tomorrow night Mm -hmm. is come out and go on like a 20-3 to run to start the game. You need to take the crowd out of it. (laughs) You need to put 
you know, what happened last night behind them, they, they need to come out and get on a run early on in that game because I tell you what, if they fall down early, that crowd in Boston is going to let them know about it, and oh, yeah. it's going to be a tough environment to try and close it out mm-hmm. because, again, you're talking about Boston. You're talking about a, a city that has experience being down in series and fighting back to win them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I did see that uh, Brooks Kepka was in attendance for uh, this game again. Man, what a week he's having and what a bender he's on with uh, winning the PGA Championship and at the Panthers game the other night. Now here last night uh, for this one. And Derek Jeter and A-Rod were also oh, in attendance as well. So uh, that doesn't uh, bode well for the Heat nope. because they were on that club uh, that got uh, – Came back on. I mean, I know Jeter was. I don't think A-Rod I was, was going to say, yeah, I knew exactly. I don't think he was yet. I knew when I said it that that was incorrect. <laughs> but, uh, of course, the captain uh, was for sure. So, I don't know. Maybe he had the Yankees juju there. So, maybe you, Derek, just stay at home. Uh, don't come to any more come to more, any more games. I don't know. I guess it was in Miami. I don't know why A-Rod's uh, there. I wondered why he was there at the Minnesota couple of Minnesota games, but it's part of ownership there. Yep. Uh, I remembered. So uh, Boston staying alive for one more game at least. And uh, like Eric was uh, saying, you can hear that over on or over right here on uh, 98.9 due to the uh, St. Louis Cardinals because they have an early start time tomorrow. A-Rod was part of that 0-4 team. Ah. He was on that 0-4 Yankee team. I wasn't team. sure if he was or not. He got traded. That that was his first year. Mm, gotcha. So, yeah, yeah, some bad juju there. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Guys, just stay at home. Yeah. <laughs> if this thing comes for game six, <laughs> might turn you away at the door. Definitely don't pull. show up at game seven if it goes seven. Oh. Yeah, definitely. And make sure that there's no bloody socks anywhere. Yes. For game six. None none around. Uh, don't need any more bad uh, juju there. But uh, Celtics stay alive for one more game as they uh, take game four. Last night, convincing of fashion over that, the heat. That team also had uh, Tony Clark on it and John Olerud. Oh, Tony Clark. Kenny Lofton. Yeah, and old Kenny Lofton, Jason Jason Giambi, Posada, John it was, Lieber. It was uh, it was stacked. Should have won. Stacked team for sure. Uh, yeah, they had a three zero lead. Yeah, they definitely should have won. Yep. But we know they did not. The rest did is not. history, and uh, they would go on to, of course, beat the Cardinals in their World Series. That's right. That's the important thing. <sighs> that is the important thing. That's all that matters. In the and game. snapped the curse of the Bambino. Yep. So it was just destiny uh, that year. I knew the Cardinals were in trouble. You almost wish they didn't make it to the World Series. I almost just, wish that. Just like, hey, there's no point in going. Yeah. Even though the Cardinals team that year won over 100 games. Yep. You just knew. <laughs> they just broke. They broke the curse of the Bambino. There yep. was no way. Yep. No way they were losing that World Coming Series. Coming back from 3-0 yeah. against the Yankees. Yeah, no, it was over. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you might as well have not even had the World Series. You just given them to give the World Series trophy to them uh, after they beat the Yankees. Yeah, we had to have the World Series for Hollywood purposes for a Fever Pitch. Oh yeah, there. that's right. I forgot about that. And shout out Jimmy Fallon. Did they make that while the World Series was going on? I think so. 
Well, boy, they good thing the the Red Sox made it. Otherwise, it would have uh, really been a totally hurt. different ending. Yeah. It'd have an alternate ending uh, there. So, uh, Celtics alive before game five. We'll see what happens tomorrow on live for five. That's right. See if they can keep it going, and we'll keep the show going. We'll keep it rolling, and we'll talk some local sports up next. Some softball and baseball regionals, softball sectionals. We'll tell you about what happened yesterday and what's on tap before today. Coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all out of family homes. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. Made deals just keep springing up at Rural King. Assorted Bonnie veggie and herb plants are still only two for $7. Plus, stock up on shock and keep that water clean. Four packs of liquid pool coordinator at just $16.99. And keep your machinery running strong with AG20 hydraulic fluid. Sale priced at just $32.99 for five gallons. Snag these deals and more at RuralKing.com or your neighborhood Rural King. America's farm and home store. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. There's a lot going on this month here at Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota in Effingham, and we're having our spring SUV sale. We offer more sport utility vehicle options than anyone, and we invite you to see which one fits your lifestyle and budget. See the all-new Chevy Trax or the all-electric Toyota BZ4X, two of the 15 different models we offer. Stop in and see and save at Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham, or danheck.com online. Buffalo Bills Center of the West in Cody, Wyoming, welcomes you as you enter Yellowstone Park's east entrance. Five museums in one, including a wonderful Plains Indian Museum. Welcome to the West. Buffalo Bills Center of the West, Cody, Wyoming. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, AutoZone is here to help. Get in zone, AutoZone. What if I need a new one? We have the right batteries right here at America's number one battery destination. Get in zone, And what if I don't know how to connect it? No problem. We have a how-to for you at AutoZone.com. Get in zone, auto zone. Restrictions apply. Attorney Joe Cordell. Business owners and professionals face special challenges in divorce court. In addition to everything else going on, they have to contend with allegations that they are earning more than they are, coupled with claims on their business or practice itself. Clients with assets depend on their divorce lawyer's skills in these matters, and that's why someone that has those skills. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Springfield Area Attorneys. 2815 Old Jacksonville Road, Suite 103, Springfield, Illinois, 62704. Progressive presents Spectator Tips from Flo, who knows nothing about sports. First, talk about retired players with reverence, even if they did crush your dreams when they played. 
Next, whenever people get excited, just yell, it's about time! <laughs> Works in any situation. Finally, when someone mentions protecting the QB, tell them how Progressive protects you round the clock. Uh, that has nothing to do with sports. Uh, uh, Nacho? Uh, anyway, bundle your home and auto to get round-the-clock protection with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Are your investments going nowhere? Here's a tip that always pays big dividends. Invest in yourself, your talent, your smarts, your skills. Maybe it's time to make that investment and start a career in IT. Or upskill to boost your current career. At My Computer Career, you can bank on us. We'll help you get the right skills and the right certifications to start or advance your IT career. IT keeps growing. So go with the growth at My Computer Career. The right training, the right timing, the right career. Invest in you at mycomputercareer.edu. Start now. And now, Illinois, they won barely. And I, I had to laugh because after the game, Mr. C.J. Frederick for Iowa started crying. He's never been played like that before defensively. He just couldn't get open. They were grabbing him all game. He was fouled on every possession. They just wouldn't let me get open. The starting lineup. Start the crybaby sound effect. <laughs> Illinois wouldn't let him open. He was crying after the game. On 98.9 The Game. CJ Frederick. Get out of my gym. Welcome to the Big Ten, fella. Back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 at the uh, game ESPN Radio. Play ball, play softball. I like that. That's what we're doing here. Talking about uh, some uh, local sports here in uh, softball action uh, from yesterday in the uh, Class 1A South uh, Central Sectional. It was a matchup of two NTC teams, and it was the uh, two getting the win over the one as the two seed of Windsor's Two Straws uh, defeats the one and the host South Central 4-1. to one. As Windsor's Two Straws uh, got it going there early on, and they scored two in the bottom of the first. South Central got one back there in uh, the third inning, but then in the uh, bottom of the fourth, Windsor's Two Straws responds with their other two runs, and obviously that was the only South Central run there as Windsor gets the win and Hayes gets the win in the circle as she goes all seven innings, allowing one run, seven hits, three walks, and uh, six strikeouts there and the RBIs uh, Hayes also uh, led at the plate as well she drove in two runs as well and Freeze and Kinkler drove in the other runs for the Hatchets lone run was driven in by Webster for South Central and she ended up taking the loss in the circle as well so uh, South Central uh, season comes to a close uh, they were 24 and a 10 on the campaign, but uh, Windsor's Two Straws wins that battle, and they advance on to the uh, sectional championship, and uh, they'll await the winner of today's matchup that we'll talk about coming up here in a second in the uh, sectional championship mm-hmm. game. So Windsor moves on. 
what other teams moved on yesterday in the Tuscola sectional? Well, uh, Villa Grove of their season and came to a close in a walk-off fashion as the two-seed Leroy got the win over the uh, number one seed of Villa Grove four to uh, three. As so we'll see a little bit later on in uh, St. Anthony's game, Villa Grove was on the opposite end of a, a two-out error there, and then a walk-off home run followed that error to uh, give Leroy the win in the game. So uh, they will advance on to uh, the uh, sectional championship and they'll take on the uh, number one seed there who defeated the three seed South Fork by the final of three to two. Villa Grove finished the uh, season with a regional championship and 22-11-1 record on the spring. So there, uh, great season comes so close mm-hmm. there yesterday. And I believe that sectional championship game was supposed to be played on Friday, but due to some graduation reasons, that has been pushed back to Saturday. So, uh, ah, graduation's getting in the way of a sectional championship and regional championship the other day that we talked about. So, uh, it's getting bumped back. Uh, In the Class 2A of Tolono Unity, a sectional, the host Tolono Unity, they took care of business in a, a great pitching game over Marshall as they won by the final of 3-0. to zero. So Marshall's season comes to a close there. But that was the second game of the day. In the first game, it was a St. Anthony coming away with the win over Bloomington as Central Catholic by the final of 2-1 to one in a pitcher's duel in this one as well. Uh, Bloomington got the scoring started with one run in the uh, second inning, and then uh, St. Anthony Ended up uh, tying up there in the bottom of the fifth. And then uh, they were on the uh, winning side of an error there. A late error, costly error for uh, Central Catholic. And uh, Hatton uh, ended up uh, coming around to uh, score there on the error. And that's what gave St. Anthony the walk-off win as uh, they advance on. As uh, because of those errors, no RBIs were credited for either squad. Uh, Fear Day did go the distance in the circle as she allowed one run on four hits. She walked a couple batters and uh, struck out uh, four. So St. Anthony on to uh, the uh, sectional championship game as they improved their record to 22-3 and on the softball season there. And so it'll be the matchups of the number one seed of facing off against Tolono Unity as well. And I'll have to double check. I believe this is the team that knocked them out of the postseason last year as well. So we have a rematch mm-hmm. on our hands uh, there. I believe that's the case. In uh, Class uh, 3A, we have regional play that got started yesterday. It was the 2-seed uh, Charleston getting the win over the 8-seed Centralia by the final of a 16-1. to Mohammed Seymour Regional got underway. It was the 2-seed Tool over the 7-seed Urbana 2-1. Taylorville Regional is the number one seed Chatham Glenwood defeating Springfield Southeast 16 2 0. And it was the four seed Taylorville over the five Decatur MacArthur 11 2 1. So it'll be a Chatham Glenwood against the host four seed Taylorville for the regional championship there later on this week. The number one seed at Mount Zion and they uh, defeat Decatur Eisenhower 18 2 0. And the four seed at Champaign Central wins the battle of the Champagnes. They get the win over Centennial, 6-2. And in the Washington Regional is the four-seed Lincoln winning over the five-seed at Peoria, Notre Dame by the final of 5-2 in regional and sectional action 
from yesterday. We got more uh, sectional action uh, today in uh, baseball in uh, Class 1A in the Altamont. A sectional two games there. The uh, four-seed Arcola, they'll take on the uh, three-seed South Central. And uh, Arcola, I only have them as a 14-4 and record. And uh, South Central stands at 22-6 and on uh, the season after that great pitching performance mm-hmm. there by Dotson. There in the uh, championship game is how they got here. And they'll play a 430 today there in Altamont. And then the uh, number one seed there, St. Anthony, after their marathon walk-off against Altamont. They're 23-4 and four on the season now. They'll take on the seventh seed, Casey. They've been on a Cinderella story here, winning their regional as a seven. And that game will be at approximately 630 tonight. As I only could find Casey as an 11-18 and 18 record here, but they're regional champions, and they are making an appearance here in the uh, sectional game. And these two teams have faced off before this season. And you can go all the way back on April 14th, and uh, St. Anthony, it was there at St. Anthony, and the Bulldogs came away with a 13-2-0 victory. So we'll see if history repeats itself there, and we could have a all-NTC sectional championship. But, of course, Arcola and Casey We'll have something to say about that. The Champagne St. Thomas Mora sectional, the number one seed of Milford. They'll go up against the two seed of Decatur St. Teresa. They're at a 430. St. T at 27 and a 6 on the season. Record for Milford, I could find, was 14, 11, and 1. But I figured that could be better than that since they are the one seed. Right. But uh, hey. Uh, that's uh, the research that I found. And then uh, the winner of that game will advance to the sectional championship to see who they'll go on to face, either Champagne St. Thomas Moore or the two-seed Armstrong. That game will follow that St. T game at 7 o'clock there. In Class 2A in the uh, Breeze uh, Central sectional, you have the number one uh, seed, uh, Father McGivney, against the sixth seed, uh, Tatopoulos. And that game is at uh, 4.30, of course. Tatopoulos, the sixth seed, doesn't matter with the wooden shoes of their record with their postseason success there with Coach Fleener. And they're 17 and 15 on the season. Father McGivney, 36 and 1 on the season. Keep reminding people, but it was an impressive win then, and it looks even more impressive as they only lost for Father McGivney was suffered on May 5th earlier this month against the South Central. And South Central won that 4 to 2. And we'll see if Tatopoulos can uh, take down Goliath here as 36 and 1. Mighty impressive there. Very much so. And man, I'd have to look back in some history, but I'd definitely say it's probably not usually a, a six seed for the top plus in their runs that they've had. So mm-hmm. uh, so it would probably be one of the biggest one More wins impressive. of them all yeah. if they could pull off the upset uh, today at Breeze Central, so mm-hmm. definitely check that out. Uh, we're, uh, Pleasant Plains sectional today as well. Uh, number one seed at Quincy Notre Dame against the uh, three seed at Shelbyville at a 5 o'clock. Shelbyville 24 and a 6 on the uh, season, and uh, Quincy Notre Dame 32 and 1 on the uh, season as uh, their only loss came all the way back on March 27th against Hershey Arlington Heights. Mm. That was uh, 12 to 4 there so uh Quentin Dame obviously impressive so we'll see what the Rams can do if they can pull off the upset there and also in that in a stacked sectional the number one seed at Gillespie who's still undefeated 
on the season at 31-0. They're against Moreau Forsyth, the three seed, at 7 o'clock, and they're 24-4 on the season. So uh, we'll be looking at for those games as well. And in Class 3A, the uh, regionals are underway. It's all in the uh, regional, it's the two-seed Marion against the uh, six-seed Mattuna, four o'clock, Jerseyville Regional, the number one, Troy Triad against the seven, Taylorville, uh, four, and at six o'clock, it's Highland, the four against the six, Jerseyville, Muhammad Seymour Regional, uh, Muhammad gets uh, postseason play underway there for the Apollo Conference champs, the number one seed as well, they're against the uh, nine-seed at uh, Danville, and that one's under the lights there, Muhammad at seven o'clock, Rochester Regional, it's uh, the uh, two-seed Springfield against the 10-seed Decatur Eisenhower at 4.30. In a softball today, as sectionals continue there in Class 1A, the South Central sectional. So we'll see who wins his two straws. We'll take on there. It'll either be the number one seed at KZ, or they'll match up against the three-seed Altima there at 4 o'clock. KZ, 34-2 on Ooh. the season as Altamont will have to be dealing with Paige Cutright there for Casey. And we'll see if Altamont can pull off the upset here today in Farina at 4 o'clock there. Or if Casey on a mission to get back to the championship game uh, like they were last year. Uh, Class 2A of Freeburg sectional, the uh, uh, Flora Lady Wolves. They're the four seed against the three seed uh, Columbia at 4.30, and in Class 3A, regional play continues there. Effingham gets postseason play started. Uh, they're the three. They'll be taking on the six-seed green wave of Mattoon there at 4.30 in Centralia, and Muhammad Seymour Regional is uh, there as well. Three-seed Muhammad against the six-seed Danville at 5 o'clock there. So busy afternoon there in uh, Muhammad with the softball and uh, baseball yes. regionals there. And uh, we'll have them all the scores up on the website, femradio.com, and click on our local sports tab there. And we'll be back uh, tomorrow to uh, talk about it. But uh, programming note uh, tomorrow, since the uh, Cardinal game is starting so early, pregame shows at 1040. That's right, 1040 in the afternoon in uh, for afternoon baseball uh, in Cincinnati. So we will not be having a, a terrestrial show uh, tomorrow. Uh, plan is to do some sort of podcast, yep. though, so yep. uh, have no fear about that. But just no terrestrial show as a St. Louis Cardinal pregame coverage, 1040. I still can't get over I that. I know. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. It'll get earlier later on uh, in the year. Yeah, but that doesn't really affect us here on the radio. No. So, eh. uh, we uh, we roll with it, and uh, we'll roll on here as uh, we'll uh, save baseball for a little bit later. But right now, I wanted to get to uh, the uh, Big Ten. They're a TV deal. A lot of money is in uh, flux, and a lot of Big Ten teams owe some uh, money here with the uh, TV contract. So, uh, muddy, murky waters there for the uh, Big Ten, and that's what we're talking about coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. 
Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Happy birthday, WCRC. WCRC will be celebrating 60 years Wednesday, June 14th, which is also Flag Day. Join us Wednesday, June 14th from 11 to 1.30, live on location for our birthday bash cookout in the parking lot of Kirby Foods. Enjoy a ribeye steak sandwich, hamburger, pork burger, jumbo hot dog, chips and drinks. All proceeds benefit disabled American veterans. We're part with Hand DAV Chapter 7, where all veterans are welcome. June 14th from 11 to 1.30. WCRC Birthday Bash. For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy, Rizinkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months, and SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand. Nothing on my skin, that's my new plan. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. And now, the starting lineup. It's a post-weekend, so we got to give you the top three moments from the sports weekend. I'm boycotting. I mean... I am boycotting. It's like, oh, well, I might have to do the top three without the, the music here today. <laughs> I press spacebar so many and times. Now, it's time for the top three. And just, it's a Monday, I guess. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. Tyler O'Neill's return to the Cardinals lineup is being delayed. The outfielder was supposed to resume baseball activities this week, but manager Ali Marmol told reporters yesterday that O'Neill's rehab assignment was canceled because of his lower back injury. O'Neill had been on the injured list since May 5th after suffering a lower back strain. Marmol says that the team doesn't have a timetable for O'Neill's return to the lineup. 27-year-olds hitting 228 with two homers and six RBIs in 29 games this season. Current commissioner of the NFL will be sticking around for at least the next several seasons. Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Ursay commented from the league's spring meeting on Tuesday. The owners are extending Roger Dell's contract to 2027. The commissioner's contract has been discussed by the owners, but nothing has been finalized. Goodell said the notion of splitting the commissioner's duties into two roles is a talking point. ESPN reported in March that Goodell is expected to finalize a multi-year extension. 64-year-old's current contract runs out in 2024. Chicago Fire FC continue their quest for the 2023 U.S. Open Cup when they visit Austin FC in the round of 16 at Q2 Stadium tonight. 
The U.S. Open Cup pits teams from multiple professional soccer leagues in the U.S. against one another, and it does not affect Chicago's place in the MLS standings. Tonight's matchup kicks off at 8 o'clock. And the Chicago Bears continued their optional team activities yesterday. The team hosted second OTA workout of the season. Justin Field told reporters yesterday that he's feeling even more comfortable in Chicago's offense. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports on our reads uh, today. Feeling more comfortable. More comfortable. It's a feeling bad thing. more dangerous yeah. for other teams. So we'll uh, see how that works out later on this season. And we'll also uh, see you later on uh, this upcoming uh, season what the uh, Big Ten uh, TV deal mm-hmm. and the TV rights uh, will uh, look like as, of course, a new regime there for the uh, Big Ten and new uh, commissioner there as the old Big Ten commissioner now is a, a big wig with the uh, Chicago Bears there as just as usual in every other regime change in other political offices at every single uh, level. Uh, you always seem to have some uh, transition policies that are kind of in flux or whatnot. And that's kind of what's happening with the uh, Big Ten and their TV rights deal as it's still not decided and it's still up in the air because a lot of money is in a flux and a lot of uh, money that's going to have to be paid that wasn't originally anticipated being paid. Uh, the new deal that uh, the Big Ten struck is with, of course, Fox, and they also are going to be uh, on CBS starting next fall in 2024. They're going to take the SEC's time slot as SEC almost exclusively going to mm-hmm. be ESPN, but for years it's been uh, that 3.30 game right. or that 2.30 game Alabama, Auburn, the Iron Bowl, or Alabama, LSU, mm-hmm. and Death Valley. It's always been CBS, but that's going to be changing as Big Ten is going to take that uh, afternoon time slot in the 2024 season. And also they got uh, NBC primetime games this season as well with NBC and Peacock uh, as well uh, there. But still, $70 million, that's right, $70 million in total is still in a flux, and that is equated to Five million dollars per school, and uh, recently the Big Ten had just found out that uh, teams are going to have to pay back nearly forty million dollars to Fox because, uh, according to uh, some sources, and this was reported by uh, Pete Thamel and others, but Pete Thamel's insider there at ESPN with uh, college football that uh, the uh, previous regime delivered NBC of the uh, Big Ten uh, football title game in 2026 without the full authority to do so. Oops. Whoopsies. As, Oopsies. Uh, this uh, has all unfolded under the complicated backdrop of the uh, Big Ten conference not actually controlling the rights to the inventory of the latest deal the Big Ten network does, which is majority owned by Fox. So, uh, $40 million yeah. have to be paid back to uh, Fox. That's not good. That's not great, Mm-mm. and this isn't great either, that more money will have to be paid back to Fox. Uh, they're going to have to pay $25 million in total for a deal to pay Fox back for the lost 2022 football game inventory due to COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, this came after an arrangement between Fox and the conference that was unable to muster the lost revenue from the COVID-19 season. So $25 million. They're going to have to pay back to Fox as well. Just got money everywhere we're just needing to shell out. <laughs> oh, man. As no. Travis would say, welcome to the Big Ten, fella. <laughs> I guess. I mean, 
bring in USC and UCLA, and all of a sudden, chaos. We gotta pay back all this money. We don't even know if they're coming in still. Uh, yeah, that, I guess that's that's true. I thought it was a done deal, but you never know with this. Everything's in flux. And also, the there's tens of millions of dollars of value of the NBC primetime deal that is in flux as well as uh, the new regime is racing to ensure it keeps as much of its original value as possible. Historically, uh, the Big Ten, after the first weekend in November, schools were not re- required to play night games for a variety of reasons. Health recovery, campus logistics are uh, a couple of them. And a reason why that tens of millions of dollars of value is on the line Michigan State, or Michigan State, Michigan, Mm -hmm. Ohio State, and Penn State have said that they will not play late November night games that would be on NBC, uh, affecting the tens of million dollars of value to the NBC contract. Uh, They apparently don't like night games in the cold that detract from recovery and the convenience for their teams. But if they don't play those games, it could cost the league about $5 million per school. That tells me get ready to see the U of I on NBC, I know. Travis. More spotlight. More spot for U of I. I. Take it. I like it. I would take it. So get ready for that Illinois-Indiana game to be a night game. Now, this isn't affecting this upcoming fall, right? It's next year. I thought year. so. Well, I, thought I thought you were saying was. 2024. Well, 2024 is with CBS. Gotcha. Okay. The NBC primetime deal starts this year. Hmm. Yeah, you probably need to get all this figured out. Yeah, that's why it's so... should have gotten it figured out before you signed everything. That's why you... uh, Well, I mean, the new commissioner, or the old commissioner, uh, signed it, and now he left for a different job. Yeah, he's helping the Bears out. Yeah, helping the Bears turn it around. Hey, you know what? Moving to their new new digs in a few years. They got to get done up there, but (laughs) hey, you know what? That's... uh, yeah, I, I'd and say now that... left with this mess in the <laughs> Big Ten. <though. laughs> Imagine me and the new commissioner walking into this on the first day being like, wait, I thought we took care of all this. What do you mean? Uh, oh, by the way, we're going to have to pay $40 million to Fox because we uh, delivered the NBC, the Big Ten championship game, and we weren't supposed to by do By the that. way, UCLA and USC are both backing out. Neither one of them want to come here now. <laughs> Uh, They're going to the Big 12 to fill the spots of Texas and Oklahoma. The Big 12. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. They don't don't want to travel cross-country every week. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, that is good from the perspective, I guess, from uh, Illinois uh, here that we could see more primetime games for us. I know you joked about the Illinois-Indiana game, Travis, but you know what game it's going to be. What's that? It's going to be Illinois, Iowa, so we can have 9 to 6 be shown on national primetime television. I know, but I was kind of hoping for a home game for a primetime game, so you could tailgate all day out there on Lot 31. Is it a primetime night game? Like on a Saturday? On a Saturday? Mm. I don't know. I'm just still wanting college game day to come. But I don't think that's well, ever going to happen. happen. It's never going to happen. We had the opportunity in Michigan State, and we lost it. Yep. And uh, we could have had it with Purdue, possibly, but uh, we lost it when we lost the Michigan yep. State game. So, not going to happen. We got the Big Ten college game day. That's not the same. We all know <laughs> that. We all know so, we got that. some sort of game day. Come to Illinois college game day. <laughs> you go everywhere else that doesn't have winning games. Yeah, yeah. 
Never been to Illinois. <sighs> nope. Yeah, we had a chance, but we can only blame ourselves there. And we're still not over. But uh, yeah, so that's a lot of money. Forty million dollars mm-hmm. is a lot, and seventy million dollars with um, each school having to pay some of that money back, and you know the value of the primetime deal with NBC is less valuable with those games, particularly Michigan and Ohio State, not wanting to play right. primetime games in uh, late November. But mm, not a uh, not a great deal there nope, for not at all. the uh, Big Ten. Nope, uh, not at all what you like to see. You hope that, like I said, you hope before you kind of announce this deal that you had all these particulars figured and out. Logistics, yeah. yeah. But I guess... They just found out about some of this, about having to pay back Fox and whatnot for. But again, you should do your due diligence, and oh, yeah. and before you announce all this, make sure you have everything covered. Yeah, all the T's crossed. And yes, the I's dotted. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Frustrating, uh, Big Ten. An you make us look like a laughing stock. An oversight, uh, for sure. So. See if that all gets uh, sorted out for the uh, Big Ten this upcoming uh, season for NBC and then eventually on CBS. And, you know, that Fox has been a big part of the uh, Big Ten, of course, with the uh, Big Ten Network mm-hmm. uh, as well. So uh, we'll see what's, what happens with that situation going forward there. But a uh, messy situation with millions of Very dollars much. still in a flux out there in the win for the Big Ten. All right, uh, so uh, let's wrap this up, and let's wrap this up talking to some uh, Major League Baseball, and that's what we're hitting up on to close out the starting lineup. Coming up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Has anyone ever told you that you look like your father? If you answered yes, you could win a fantastic prize pack this Father's Day thanks to 95.7 WCRC, along with Barlow Lock and Security, John Boost Factory Showroom and Outlet, Wabash Communications Fiber, Wente Plumbing, First National Bank of Brownstown, and Nettie's Distinctive Lighting. All you have to do is submit a father-child photo. Get your entries in now. The winner will receive a prize pack worth over $300. For all contest details and submit your photo, visit EffinghamRadio.com. Improve visibility and save $8 instantly when you pick up a pair of Bosch Icon wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Bosch Icon Premium Blades can help you see better and drive safer. And our professional parts people will install them for you for free. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. 
you're in. Cool. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. And now. You go from 72 in a sunny in Atlanta and then uh, 48 degrees in Minnesota uh, for this one. They're indoors. With the Tigers. Okay. They're not indoors. Oh, not anymore. Never mind. <laughs> that has long since been imploded. The starting lineup. Uh, and it's also a Shohei Otani day as yep. he's on the mound against the Guardians. We'll be uh, looking in on a Shohei yep. uh, later Shohei, in the night. Shohei, 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 Shohei. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that was. It's a chant that they do at like soccer games. Oh, ole, ole, ole! But you kind of were off a little bit. I there. was trying to fit Shohei in there, but it's very hard. It doesn't uh, quite go with the beat. No. I tried though. It really doesn't. You, you tried. Another team that tried last night was the Hawks. On ninety-eight nine, the game. Welcome back in uh, to the starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9, which is a little bit longer today. Again, a programming note on Noah Trestle Show due to the uh, St. Louis Cardinal game uh, tomorrow. We'll be uh, here for you on the uh, podcast. And uh, St. Louis Cardinals, what did they do uh, last night? Well, they just won 8-5. to five. They uh, bounced back after losing the game in extras the other night. As It was the uh, Paul Goldschmidt game. As he, he had a home run early on, and then he added another one later on in the game. So that's 2 of 4 Goldschmidt as the offense shows up once again as uh, they score eight runs last night and they win eight to five thanks to uh, uh, Paul Goldschmidt's two homers and also uh, Wainwright. That's a sharp last night. It seems like a house of horrors there for him in Great American Ballpark. Didn't do so well last night either. Five and two-thirds innings. He did end up getting the win and he gave up eight hits though. Five runs. Two wa or two Ks there for Mr. Wainwright there, but mm-hmm. I guess all that matters is that a win is a win. He hits the win and Helsley shuts it down there after a couple walks, not a clean a ninth inning, but still a win is a win. Win's a win, and Cardinals getting the uh, W. Uh, Ashcraft wasn't very sharp for the Reds, giving up seven runs uh, early on there, five Ks, but giving up those two. Homers to uh, Goldie as it uh, took him deep in the uh, first inning and also in the uh, third inning there as well. Uh, Tommy Edmond also drove in uh, three runs. He had a triple last night as well. So uh, offense again was uh, clicking with a runs scored last night. So um, we'll see what happens tonight. Same time for tonight, though, 4.45 start time. And Travis's old buddy, Steven Matz All right. is back on the mound. All right, the Travis. guy that should be starting for him is in the bullpen, yeah. Matty Libertor. But uh, Steven Matz, 0-5 record, 5.05 ERA. I like it, Travis. They got to try him back out there. Yeah. Uh, that's great, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I love to see it. Uh, Lively is the uh, opposing pitcher tonight for the Reds. 
Look at that. The Reds and uh, Rangers and Pirates are already underway today. Uh-huh. Early start time for them. Uh, let's see what else happened in MLB yesterday. The uh, Cubs, they got the win over the Mets, 7-2-2. As Christopher Morel, another home run. Yep. That's five straight games yep. he's homered in. Like so. I said, he's got nine on the season, uh, and he hasn't even been up that long. So, uh, yeah, he's he's been great. Uh, Suzuki had another homer. That's his sixth of the year. And uh, Mervis had his first Wrigley Field homer. So hmm. uh, it was it was a good night for the Cubs offense. Uh, Drew Smiley got the win. Five innings, four hits, two runs, five Ks, two walks. Nothing flashy, but serviceable, um, mm-hmm. definitely. So, uh, yeah, Cubs get the win. Also, Pete Alonzo homered his 18th to lead the MLB, and that one went 434 feet. Blasted Yeah, it. he's uh, having a great start mm-hmm. there. But the Cubs get the uh, last laugh there. And with that win, Travis, we're now a half game above the Cardinals in the standings. Uh, so half game. Pointing that out. Yeah. Only four and a half back of Milwaukee for the lead, too. Yeah. Everyone in the Central still in it. Still alive. Uh, Morales homered in uh, five straight games, and he's first to do so since old Sammy Sosa yep. back in uh, 1998. And more homers he... than Chris Bryant the past two years. <laughs> yes, that's... Uh, beautiful. Uh, well, the uh, Cardinals scored eight runs. The Cubs scored seven. They still didn't combine for uh, the Blue Jays as they won 20 to one. 20 runs on 27 hits. Ugh. So that is where's your uh, Kimbrel throwing meatballs? Because that is nothing but batting practice. Yeah, I guess the Rays had a uh, position player pitching out there too. So, well, yeah, I mean, after you get down. <laughs> You know, it didn't start bad, but that fifth inning, they gave up six runs in the fifth, and it was basically over at that point. Downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the White Sox got the uh, win over the uh, Guardians last night, 4-2. to two. Uh, Speaking of the Rangers, they're already in the lead over Pittsburgh today, but they won 6-1, to one, and Nathan Ovaldi a second complete game in his last five starts as he uh, leads the way there. Diamondbacks, uh, they beat the Phillies uh, four to three. Corbin Carroll has three hits in the win. Aaron Judge comes up clutch with a, a tying home run in the ninth, and the Yankees eventually walk it off. Uh, Volpe walks it off there in the tenth as they beat Baltimore six to five in extras. Uh, Padres, uh, they beat the Nationals a seven to two of four as Juan Soto shines in his return there to mm. D.C. Dodgers win again over the uh, Braves, eight to one, as they handle uh, Strider there. As uh, Bobby Miller solid outing in his MLB debut for the injury-laden Dodgers starting staff. Royals win over the Tigers, four to one. Brewers they shut out the Astros, six to nothing. Giants win over the Twins, of four to three, comeback fashion there. Rockies five to four over the uh, Marlins, uh, Angels four to nothing over the uh, Red Sox. Mike Trout goes deep yesterday, and the Mariners win over the A's three to two. Ten and forty are the A's. That's worst start since nineteen thirty-two. Travis, I was gonna say, you know how it's a bad night for the Rays when you have not one but two position players pitch. Yeah. Right. That's a bad. <laughs> you, you know you you you're not having a good day at that point. No. Hey, and uh, speaking of bad. Yeah. Once again. Oh, for goose egg on yep. Dinger Tuesday. 
Yep. Yesterday, Alvarez and the Astros, they get shut out. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and uh, Trey Turner doesn't fare better. He went over four with a K. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we, we're, we're basically what we're telling you is we're this. telling you the people not to pick to hit a homer. Right. That's what that's what we're doing. It's non-Dinger Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That's what we're participating yeah, in. Yeah, we're participating in that. And only one homer in the entire game, Arizona and Philly. Low scoring more than I thought. Yes. So. Uh, well, we'll uh, try to get back on it as the uh, Cardinals and the Reds later on tonight at 445 pregame. And the uh, Cubs, uh, they got Stroman tonight against uh, Singa there for the Mets mm-hmm. later on tonight. And uh, we'll talk to you in the uh, podcast tomorrow again. A no trustless show due to the uh, Cardinals starting at 10.40 for their pregame. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry. So enjoy uh, that, and we'll catch you in the pod. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to overtime of the starting lineup here on the podcast. It's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still hanging out with you here. And uh, we uh, didn't have a lot of time there to get to the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs from uh, last night, the Western Finals. We'll take a look at that and take a look at what's happening tonight there in the Eastern Conference Finals. So wanted to uh, get to that and just some other mm-hmm. random news and notes as well. So is there anything on sports center that you want to do uh clean up? Yeah, the Illinois Fighting Illini football team is adding some depth in its secondary. Former SIU safety Clayton Bush announced yesterday that he is transferring to Illinois. Bush has one year of NCAA eligibility remaining. He had 47 tackles, three pass breakups, and one interception with the Salukis last year. Yeah, I didn't see that. The Los Angeles Lakers are hoping to have LeBron James back next season. Both general manager Rob Palenka and head coach Darvin Ham said they will give the 38-year-old superstar some time before speaking about his playing future. As we talked about, James uh, said that he had a lot to think about. It also came out that during the Warriors series, he kind of relaxed on his statement about playing with his son. Mm-hmm. I saw that as yeah. well. So, Travis, I think he – I. I I, I will say this. I, I think he is going to hang it up. Either that, Travis, or be prepared for the decision part four. <laughs> the decision part four. Boys and girls club in L.A. Mm. I'm going to take my talents home. <laughs> <laughs> home. Home. After much decision home. deliberation, I'm taking my talents uh, home. Going home. Going home. I don't. Think You'll so. know what his decision would be if all of a sudden, it, like they do a TV special, and you hear that uh, song from Diddy, "Coming Home, Coming yeah. Home." Yeah. I don't. I don't think he's done. You don't think he's done? No. Hmm. The Suns are closing in on their new head coach. The Athletic reports that Phoenix has narrowed its list of candidates down to five. Those five are Doc Rivers, Nick Nurse, Frank Vogel, Kings assistant Jordy Fernandez, and Suns assistant Kevin Young. The handful of candidates are set to meet with a new team owner, Matt 
Ishbia and President James Jones later this week in Michigan. Because if I wanted to go to Phoenix, I definitely am going to meet in Michigan. Yeah, why not? The Jets are being cautious with their star quarterback. Aaron Rodgers was held out of Tuesday's practice with a minor calf strain. Rodgers had been participating in the voluntary workouts with his new team. The signal caller did not participate in any drills, saying he tweaked his right calf during pre-practice conditioning. The injury appeared to happen while he was hopping with a small medicine ball, but is not expected to miss an extended period of time. Yeah, it's okay. It's It's okay. It's just preseason workouts. And one of the leading rushers in NFL history claims that he isn't retired. Adrian Peterson says that, quote, mentally, he hasn't officially hung it up, end quote. The 38-year-old running back has not played in the league since 2021 when he played a combined four-game split between the Titans and the Seahawks, four-time All-Pro, that also spent time with the Vikings, Cardinals, Lions, Saints, and Washington, currently ranks fifth on the all-time rushing list with 14,918 yards. Pearson said if no team calls him and signs him this season, he will be hanging it up, end quote. <laughs> Last played in 2021 and 38 years old and still not not out of the game yet. Travis, I forgot he was with the Cardinals, Lions, Saints. I remember Washington. Of course, I remember Minnesota. I don't remember the Titans or the Seahawks. Yeah, that's no. all bad. No, when I think of Adrian very Peterson, memorable stops. I think of a Viking, of course, or Washington, and those are the only two that I think of. Yeah, of course, as you should, as you should. But not officially done yet. Nope. Just waiting by the waiting by the Just phone. Waiting for someone to call him. Waiting for the call. He's ready. He's ready. Put me in, Coach. I'm ready to play. Yeah. And that is uh, your Sports Center. That's your Sports Center. All right. So, uh, one team that has not looked like they're ready to play that's the Stars. Yeah, I saw that. They uh, lost in three first period goals for the Knights. And it's pretty much over after that. Not very much excitement as the uh, Golden Knights win four to zip and uh, the Stars are on the brink as the uh, Golden Knights are one game away from going back to uh, the uh, Stanley Cup Finals as they have a 3-0 series lead on the verge of a sweep there in the West Finals. So uh, back-to-back games now, not going into OT and Golden Knights put away and Put away the drama to bed early as they took care of Dallas. Yeah, thanks, handily. Dallas, for eliminating the Kraken and then doing bup kiss in this Nothing. series. Nothing. Thanks a lot. Just a goose egg there. And so uh, we'll see uh, as that uh, series continues on a Thursday, I believe. Yep, Thursday there in Dallas. We'll see if the Knights can complete the sweep. And we'll see if the Panthers can keep uh, of the uh, Hurricanes tonight. 7 o'clock TNT as the uh, Panthers have a 3-0 series lead there in uh, Florida. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's just end this series, too. Let's get this series over with. Yep. And uh, get South Florida into an NBA, fi- NBA Finals and into a uh, Stanley Cup Final. Hey, you know what that means, don't you, Travis? What? Maybe put a little entertainment on a Florida team to win the uh, Super Bowl. Mm, maybe. I'm not going far to say a Florida team to win the uh, the World Series, but Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay could. Yeah, that's true. Not not Miami. 
They got their chances. I don't, I don't, I don't think Miami's going to win the World Series this year. <laughs> no. But Tampa Bay, they, it all depends. They could fall off a cliff in the second half. But how weird would that be, Travis, if we had a Florida team win every single – there's never been a state that has won every single championship yeah. in a calendar year. Vibes are high there in uh, South Beach as they had Miami run to the Final Four. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. So you already have the beaches too. and the ocean. You don't need to be good at sports, too, Florida. No, they don't deserve it. No, give some of that love to Illinois. We got nothing. Got nothing. High taxes, debt, and no water to speak of. That's a beach. Yeah. Well, the Chicago has a beach, don't they? Yeah, I'm not going to the beach in Chicago. <laughs> Lake Michigan is where they throw dead people in. <laughs> well, not that part. You don't know that. Uh, yeah, I don't know that. I mean, I do watch Chicago PD. So. And it's cold. Even in the summer, yeah. it's pretty cold. I don't know. I know that the winds can be brutal. Yes, they can. That's why I don't want to live there. Oh, no, there's wanna... lots of reasons why you don't want to live in Chicago. That's true. Yeah. Traffic is awful. Yeah. Awful. I have, I have seen that. I've white-knuckled of, it many uh, a time. A lot of crazy drivers up there. Mm-hmm. You've been with me when we've white-knuckled a couple times. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, interesting. Night's the worst. Interesting driving, for sure. So, but, but anyways, hey, you know what? You never know. Maybe Florida can, can do it all. Maybe. Maybe they can do it, but, yeah. again, they don't deserve it. So, but don't deserve it. Or you don't want them to have it. There's a difference. Well, both, but I mean, I know you. I don't know what your hate is with the Panthers. I really don't. But they ha- they were the best team last year, right? They had the best record in the league last year, right? <laughs> yeah. Am I wrong? No, they did. Okay, so you can't say they're not a deserving team. I'm just saying that their fan base doesn't deserve it. I'll. I'll Yes, I will agree with you on that because Florida has the worst sports fans in all of America because they're Fairweather fans. Them in California, they fight over it. Yeah, I don't say the worst. It's Philadelphia's got the crown. Well, yes, I know, you and Philadelphia. But at least they're passionate. Whether good or bad, at they're least passionate. they're passionate. They're showing up even if their team is 2-10. and ten. Yeah, They'll be there. Florida, it's kind of like Vegas. Mm-hmm. There's so much other things to do in Florida – that if the team's not good, no one's showing up. Yeah, exactly. So, and even in uh, game six or game yeah. five of an NBA Finals with 30 seconds to go with the best player uh, and uh, one of the greatest three point shooters of all time, we still leave with 30 some seconds to go. Yeah. The game potentially to be tied. Yeah. And hey, I know that happened in 2000, whatever, 2013 or something, but people don't forget. Left a bitter taste in Travis's mouth that Florida will never get rid of. Ruined it forever. Ruined it forever. Forever. And we'll see how many people show up for the Buccaneers games this year without Tom Brady. I know. Probably not. Probably not. Probably go back to being horrible. Yep. And we'll see if Tua even can stay on the field long enough. Yeah. So... I was going to say, I've met one Dolphins fan in my whole life, and he's kind of not very bright sometimes. So, <laughs> I've met a couple of them. Oh, really? They're out there. Yeah. I've only seen one in the wild. They're, uh, they're all over the place, but 
they don't show up to home games, but they're all over the place in road games. I don't get it. They like Chipotle, too. Yeah, while driving. Uh, yeah, really scary. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Alrighty. speaking of driving experiences. Yes, that's, yes. It's definitely something. We've had a couple crazy ones. couple. Yep. A couple. We, we don't have anything on this day in history, Travis. We had no. two things, but neither one of them were really exciting. So, Okay. We're skipping. We're skipping. The only exciting today. one was that the first ever night game in a baseball game took place on this day back in 1934. It's kind of exciting. Yeah. Nighttime baseball. It was in Cincinnati. Mm. What a novelty. <sighs> and the Cubs didn't play... Night game for uh, forever. I know, right? It was like 60-some years. They were the last team to play a night game. That's still I I agree. Me. I agree. Took them so long to get lights. Yep. But Wrigleyville is a unique place, Travis. It's not anymore. but Oh, it's definitely unique. No, now it's just a tourist trap trying to get your money. <laughs> Definitely is a trap. It doesn't. It doesn't have the 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 passion it used to. Thanks, Ricketts. Spent all that money on the outside instead of the team inside. No. Lost all the charm. That's what happens. Lousy millennials. Yep. That's what happens. So. All right, so we are going to close this thing down here, and we'll be back for you on the podcast tomorrow again. No show due to the Cardinals. Thanks. And thanks, Cincinnati, for starting at 1040. What's up with that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, hey, we'll have well the pod. Oh, I didn't even talk about my, my brief NASCAR news. I can do it right now on the outro. Alex Bowman will be back this weekend. Yeah. Oh, he's back. Back in the car. Back in the car. His back is healed. So he's good. back, back. He's back, back. That's good. Alex Bowman is back, back. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. Peace out.